Shall we begin? Why not? Welcome to Frankie Sense and More. It's like she's got a whole lot of goodness for you with a little bit of sass. Frankie, did you just say... She sure did. Not to mention, along with... Whoops. Join us now as Frankie Picasso and her new co-host mix it up with authors, musicians, and interviews with world-changing people. Let's begin. Okay, let's begin now, because it only makes sense. Hello, and welcome to Frankie Sense and More. I am your host, Frankie Picasso, and today we have a great show for you. We're going to go to Karachi, Pakistan, and we're going to meet Aisha Chandragar. She started a nonprofit, the ACF nonprofit to rescue dogs and donkeys and cats in Pakistan. Later, Brent Marshall is going to join us. He is the Good Radio Network movie correspondent who comes every month. He's joining us a week early because of the American Thanksgiving next week. So happy Thanksgiving to all of you because I'm sure we won't be talking to you. Uh, but first, we have a good news story to tell you. And as always, Frankie Sense is aligned with the United Nations Global Goals. And today is goal number 15, Life on Land. Fred Bai, who has for the past few months been telling you the good news story of the day, is no longer with us. He has learned all he can about live radio, radio where anything can happen and does often. Uh, he's moved on and we wish him all the best. So here is my good news story today. About three days ago in Toronto, and I have to say this really does make me proud to be Canadian, Toronto subway riders came together to help a man who was late for a job interview. He was a young um, he, 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 sorry, there was a young Iranian immigrant. Her name was Salma Hamidi, and she said that there was a young man, he was a Latino, who was standing in front of her, and all of a sudden, he threw down the skates that were in his hand, he sat down in front of her, holding his head, and repeatedly saying, Oh, God. And when a fellow passenger reached out next to her, there was a Russian man sitting next to him. And he said, is everything okay? And he said, no, I have a terrible headache and I'm running late for an interview. Well, that's when Salma offered him some Advil. And he thanked her, but he said he had nothing to take it with. Well, a Middle Eastern woman sitting next to him wearing a hijab, she took, out of a, uh, she took a juice box out of her son's backpack. And she gave it to him, telling him that if he takes it now, that he'll feel better by the time he gets to the interview. Now, there's a reason for me telling you everyone's nationalities. Uh, but the man then revealed that he was nervous. Well, being an employer, Salma assured him that everything would be okay, and she recommended that he not make any excuses at all, but rather simply say he's late and apologize. Well, when others on the train decided to help him prepare for his interview too, the Russian told him to walk in confidently, tie your hair back, uh, and if you can, and a Chinese teenager sitting on the other side of him handed him a hair tie, saying she had a million of them. The Muslim woman told him to smile a lot, as people are more willing to trust you if you smile. And when the man got to his station, they all wished him good luck in his interview. And Salma said at the end of this, she goes, now if that isn't the ultimate Canadian experience, short of a beaver walking into a bar holding a jar of maple syrup, I don't know what is. Well, she was so enamored and, and just so proud to be a Canadian that she wrote to one of the newspapers and this just went viral across across the nation. And it really makes me proud to be a Canadian, too, because it really is a Canadian experience. We're all about diversity, multiculturalism, and about, you know, how people can be together. And I think that's what it's all about. Aisha Chandrakar, who's going to be coming up in a moment, she is a humanitarian, 
and uh, you will you will find out more about her just after the break. So stay tuned, stay close, don't go anywhere. We're going to come right back. Heck no, we're just getting warmed up. Frankie Sense and more will be right back after we pay the bills. It's merging last night my husband was laughing as he was reading about the differences between men and women according to the article men get single tusks or hiccups more often than women everyone knows that women are better at multitasking than men i'm good at both multitasking and procrastinating which means right now there are 28 things that i'm putting off until later What's another word for a person who puts everything off until the last minute? A cunctator. Women blink nearly twice as much as men. And while men can read smaller print than women, women can hear better. In fact, when a woman says, what? She heard you. She's just giving you a chance to change what you said. It's marching I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. To get the most nutrients, is it better to cook vegetables or to eat them raw? The answer is not black and white. Some nutrients in vegetables, like tomatoes, are actually enhanced during the cooking process. A study by Cornell University found that heat increases lycopene levels and makes it easier for the body to absorb this vital antioxidant. But research from Food and Nutrition Science found that raw vegetables contain higher levels of antioxidants. Cooking methods decrease water-soluble nutrients such as vitamin C and can rob vegetables of important nourishment for the body. The bottom line? Whether vegetables are cooked or raw, you'll get more benefit and nutrition from the vegetables you eat than the ones you don't. Consuming five to nine servings of vegetables a day is the best approach. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. And we're back, and I'm sorry about our little hiccup today, but that's okay because uh, we have a wonderful guest who's going to make it all up to you. Uh, Isha Chandragar is my guest today. She's a humanistic psychotherapist. She works pro bono with acid burn survivors, orphans, and those with disabilities. She's a former U.K. journalist. She's returned to Pakistan in 2013 to pursue her passion for humanitarianism uh, by creating documentaries. And instead, she ended up founding her own nonprofit, the Aisha Chandrigar Foundation. And she has an animal rescue foundation, which I, of course, you guys know animals are close to my heart. And I am so thrilled to have met her. Welcome. Aisha, welcome. And I'm sorry about what happened earlier. Hi, Frankie. That's all right. Thank you for having me on your show. Oh, I'm so thrilled. I know that you have your own private practice as well, uh, but the ACF, the Aisha Foundation, how did this come about for you? Well, this came about, actually, it was a long time in the making. I've been rescuing animals in Karachi, where I live, since I was a little girl, about five years old. So I always said to my mom and dad, to my entire family, that I'm going to have an animal farm one day. And in a country like ours, it's actually quite, it's always, you know, people just think it should stay a dream and it wouldn't actually manifest into a reality. But um, I decided I'm just going to take the plunge and I'm going to figure it out. So I started the first animal rescue service in the country. 
And wow. it's actually taken off really well. It was a very big risk. I did not know what I was getting myself into. But um, so far, so good. It's been tough, but it's it's happening. And it was something I was always going to do. I mean, when I was little and I used to go to school and outside my car, I would see a donkey because we have donkey carts over here as well. And the owners, the donkey owners hit the donkeys uh, with, with wooden sticks and whips and oh. things like that. And it used to physically and emotionally depress me. To It used to pain me to such an extent that I can't really explain and just seeing stray dogs and cats on the street and there was nowhere where, where they could go you know it was always like oh it's stray animals you can't do anything about it and I, I i i don't understand that you know that kind of mentality where you say oh you can't do anything because you can always do something exactly. so um i just thought you know what someone has to do something so i decided to be that someone i guess well, that's how it would start, doesn't it? You know, I mean, yeah. somebody takes the lead and, you know, to talk about, you know, Gandhi, who says, you know, be the change you want to, you know, be in the world. And yes, that's exactly absolutely. what he's done. And, and really, um, you know, that's, that's fantastic. And, and to, you know, just to quote this brilliant man again, you know, he says that the greatness of a nation and its moral progress can be judged by the way its animals are treated. And I think that's absolutely. so telling. You know, I love donkeys, and I, I have adopted two donkeys myself. I have Sunshine and Apollo, and they're just adorable. And I'm I really so happy that you, you know, are looking after them as well. And, you know, to be a humanitarian, I think it does take looking after everything, the animals and the people. And I love Definitely. how, you know, you look after the people too, Aisha. Tell us about, um, or tell the folks about, you know, uh, what you do for the disabled people and, and how uh, you, know, you have taken them into your into your foundation. What I've done is uh, we, because I'm a therapist and I, I, I work with animals, so I was observing the way animals are. I mean, we have dogs on wheelchairs. If you look at our Facebook page, it's a very active page. You'll see we have dogs. We have um, we we make these makeshift wheelchairs for our dogs over here. This one lady in Karachi, she actually helps me with that. So she makes the wheelchairs, and we uh, we get the dogs ready, and we we actually put we we do physiotherapy with our dogs, and we put them on the wheelchairs. And then we have three-legged dogs. Then we have dogs who have one eye. You know, we have cats who don't have an ear and one eye because someone threw boiling water on them. Oh my I mean, God. we have these really crazy, horrible cases of animal abuse. We have puppies whose tails have been cut off. You know, we have we have all sorts of cases that come in, and they're disabled, but they're so happy. Our three-legged dogs are some of the happiest, the fastest runners in the shelter are the three-legged dogs and the biggest bullies. So, you know, and, and they don't realize they are disabled. And I love that. I think that is just so incredible that they are so empowered that I thought I need to, you know, animals are the best example to, or, or the best medium by which I can show that to humans. And so what I did was I invite people with disabilities from different uh, institutes over here to the shelter. I've actually worked in a lot of them, volunteered in a lot of these institutes when I was younger, uh, when I was in school. I used to do this kind of work all the time and with, with orphans, with uh, people with disabilities. So I've invited them all in. I uh, do therapy with uh, acid burn survivors. So I had also employed an acid burn survivor to work over that. And what she said to me was just so powerful. She said to me, you know, I because she didn't have 
her face was somewhat melted off and she didn't have an ear or an eye and any hair on her head because her husband had thrown about four bottles of acid on her so she was she she had told me she was melting like a candle and she used to go out completely wrapped up and she wouldn't want anyone to see her face and i worked with her for two years and i said you know what why why, why don't you come and try working at the shelter and mm-hmm. see what it's like and uh you then saw her in jeans and a t-shirt and she was you know working with the animals and she just said to me one day that you know when i go out on the streets everyone stares at me like i'm a monster but over here the animals love me because they don't see what's on the outside they love me for what they see on the inside mm-hmm. so through that you can really realize what unconditional love is and i know it's a very healing experience for mm-hmm. a lot of these people who come by who've had very traumatic lives when you see an animal giving you they because the thing is the beauty about animals is that they don't care what you look like what you do for a living or anything they just want to play and have fun and love you and get love back and it's so simple there's a the simple things in life so i think that's very healing when you can go back very, to the basics yeah. What Let me ask you something. How many acid burn victims are there? I mean, is this really common? Um, well, there's a, a there is a foundation here that actually helps them with reconstructive surgery. So I had got in touch with them to do the therapy for them. Uh there are quite a few actually. Yes, in Karachi, uh and then in other parts of the country as well. They have has been a lot of laws in place now you know to to prevent these things to happen but otherwise uh previously it's as easy as buying a bottle of acid for less than a dollar wow and and, and why yeah, do and they, you just, why like why would a husband like why would they choose to disfigure somebody so horribly um i don't i think it's it, it has a lot to do with illiteracy it has a lot to do with resentment with hatred with um being very unhappy with yourselves and your situation because you'll see a lot of this happens in the slightly in the more lower in income areas so there's a lot of drug abuse over there alcohol abuse as a lot of uh, these sort of issues that go on and um it's mostly the men who disfigure the women right. so you'll see a lot of this happening over there so i mean every woman honestly she has her individual story i've actually come across a few men who've been uh victims as well of wow, such a of the trauma so you know, and and i have to say I mean, you're the, absolutely it, stunning and it must be very difficult for somebody who's so disfigured to and i don't say this in a mean way but just i mean you are so beautiful aisha that that you know when they work <laughs> with you it must they must feel so um jealous maybe do you think do they ever say anything yeah that uh, that actually does happen i think that would that would actually happen with 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 anyone who has a face who has skin that isn't you know mm-hmm. melted off or mm-hmm. who has their full face uh, intact and yes there has been a lot of that that has come up uh and we've sort of channeled that channeled that into something positive so we've kind of seen okay you know because i've been very honest and i've been like yes you know i do look like this i do have hair, hair on my head uh, you know my eyes are there my lips are there my nose is there i look exactly how i look and it it, it i'm just going to it sucks for you it sucks that you look the way you look and mm-hmm. yes you do look like a monster so i've been very honest i'm not going to lie mm-hmm. and say oh no but you know you are beautiful just mm-hmm. look in the mirror because that that's not being genuine that's and i think the genuine. i mean i took yeah, a risk and i think being genuine and i think they appreciated that and mm-hmm. then we could actually laugh about it and right. they it kind of allowed them to embrace 
what they're like. I mean, I wouldn't say this worked with everybody, but whoever I did work with and who I was honest with and we spoke like this, um, I did work. A lot of them come for maybe one session of therapy and then they would leave because it you, you hit too close to home because they're not used to talking about their feelings. Mm-hmm. So uh, sometimes they... You know, it, it's it's too much. This is what I've seen with a lot of people here. It's too much to get into feelings. You know, yeah. we need to stay on the surface. So the few uh, women who actually ventured forward to try to get to grips with what happened, we have brought this up. And it's it's once once it's out there in the open between the two of us, then we can laugh about it, we can talk about it, and we're more honest about it. So I think that does make a significant difference. And the animals are certainly just a wonderful friend to have for somebody like that, like you said, there's no judgment. No judgment. It's just no judgment love. whatsoever. Pure Absolutely. And, and so a lot you of the, your the foundation. How did you start to raise your money? It's a nonprofit. So how did you tell people? How did you start to raise money? There's other people listening and they want to do this. Uh, tell them how, how it started. Um, honestly, it started with a Facebook page and there were five Why people who liked Facebook it. Page? So in case people want to I go will. there and look at it. I will. Um, in fact, I'll just send it to you. It's called ACF Animal Rescue, or it's the inter- it's it's the full name of the foundation. Okay. So if you just type that in, it'll it'll come up, and you can see all our work on there. So it's a very active Facebook page. In in, in fact, we use it for rescues as well. So mm-hmm. I'll give you a brief idea as to what we do. We I started this in 2013. So I registered the NGO. Um, made it legal, did all the paperwork, everything that had to happen, and I honestly didn't know where to go from there. So I knew there was um, a kind of a shelter. There was a, a, a sort of a property that was used as a shelter, but it was abandoned and it wasn't really being used as, as, as such. So I uh, went to the people who owned it, and I said, look, I want to run this place for you. And I know a lot of people who have I spoke to this about said, you're crazy and, you know, it's never going to happen. You can try, but you'll fail. And what's the point? And I was like, you don't know me. I'm a very stubborn person. Mm-hmm. If I want something, I get it. So I and I am like that. I'm quite stubborn. So I just I took over. I had a few savings when I came back from London. Okay. So I used whatever little money I had and I would just and I, I was working on documentaries at the time. So whatever I got, I would be the one sort of uh, funding the organization at the time. So I had just about 10 dogs, perhaps. And I got a vet who worked with me for free. So we're going to go uh, to a commercial break in just a moment. Okay. Let's hold that right. thought. Karina, uh, maybe you can just tell me how, how far away we are. But I, uh, everybody, if you're listening, I don't want you to go away. I want you to stick around and stay tuned for, for more of the Aisha Chandragar Foundation and Saving Animals in Pakistan. I think it's just phenomenal what she's doing. And maybe go to her Facebook page while, while we're waiting over our commercial break. Just getting warmed up. Frankie Sense and more will be right back after we pay the bills. Do you ever wonder if you're the only woman who runs errands in her yoga pants so it will look like she went to the gym? Or how about the only mom who feeds her kids raw cookie dough? Or are you the only one who cooks her family cold cereal for dinner? Do you need more laughter and less loudness? More self-love and less self-loathing. More joy and less judgment. You're not alone. Come to The Living Room, a place where we get comfy, candid, and confident together. Come seeking sanctuary and leave feeling renewed. We're saving a seat for you. Give yourself some living room today. 
It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Whether you are a man, woman, boy or girl, lifting weights is an important component to your exercise program. Livestrong says that challenging your body with different exercises and routines helps keep your workout interesting and effective. Make sure that when you're lifting weights, you are working to fatigue or failure to get the most benefits. When lifting weights, reaching failure means that you could not possibly do one more rep. Your muscle has failed. Fatigue means you can barely do one or two more repetitions and keep your good form. If your workout is too easy and you're not reaching failure or fatigue, it's time to lift heavier weights. Be aware that your form is vital and reaching fatigue or failure is much more important than hitting a certain number of repetitions. I'm Annette Hammond. Like us on Facebook at Fitness Minute with Annette Hammond. And we're back. It's Frankie Sensenmore. I am your host, Frankie Picasso. And today, my guest is Aisha. She is the founder of the ACF. That's the Aisha Chandragar Foundation. And it's a nonprofit that helps rescue animals in Karachi, Pakistan. So how, we were talking just before we went to break about how, how you started and, and how you're you know beginning to raise some money and, and how other people might do that. Um, how, how large are you now? Okay, all right. Um, well, I'd like to say this much. We've been very, very lucky because uh, when I started, it was almost like, hello? Hello. Okay, now I can hear you. Yes? Yeah, I think you're good now. Go ahead. Fine? Start again. Yes? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I was just saying, when I started, I thought there was going to be no one to help me, but the generosity of our people in Pakistan is Uh, somebody to start this and I started this alone but ever since I started three years ago there have been so many people who come forward to help and that's the only way we've got from one place to another hello younger people that help you or do you find that there's you know it's it is actually all sorts of people it's it's everybody I mean I have come across so many people and it's 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 mostly private donors Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're, they're people who are CEOs of major corporations over here. And they've got in touch with me separately. And they've said, we want to help out. You know, although we don't really fit into a lot of uh, the CSR programs that all, that corporate companies have over here. But pe- people themselves who work at these companies, who own these companies, have come forward and said, we would like to help you. And then we have so many individuals in Pakistan who love animals and they will go out of their way to come forward and help and it's just because you know maybe i've just provided that platform for people but it is people it's the donors who kept this whole project going and i'm so surprised because so many people have come forward to help out so i think the biggest thing that i would tell people to if anyone would like to start something like this it's about being transparent with your work and being very honest about what you do. So I think, I mean, when, when I post on the Facebook page, I, the, the way I started getting people interested was that I would post a picture of a dog who was in a very bad condition, and then I'd post an after picture when the dog had been treated and, you know, was doing a lot better. So people knew the money was going to good use. Mm-hmm. So I think are, that's are you working the biggest with, with thing. one vet or many vets? We have a team. We have two assistants. We have an accountant. Uh, we have a lawyer who helps us pro bono uh, with different legal matters and all. And then we have 
two drivers we have two ambulances we've just built we're, we're building a, a beautiful huge shelter over here right now 2000 square yards which again the donors have helped us with we wouldn't be able to do this without um you know any of the people who are helping us so i uh, yeah it's it's actually it's gone from one vet and me to a team of about 15 people That's so fantastic. far fantastic good for you and not only are you rescuing animals and and taking them and and helping them with with you know their injuries but you're you also have a spay neuter campaign so that yes um, we do. You know, they don't continue to breed and have this problem in your country absolutely country, and really. that's, that's what we Yeah and actually a lot of people are really good over here because pe- people get in touch with us and and they say we have you know these many stray dogs in our area can you please come and pick them up and you know spay neuter and release so that's what we do so we will pick up uh, because there are shootings of stray dogs in Pakistan and it happens quite often but oh. because now people have become so aware and that there's a place where they can go to sort of help out these animals so now mm-hmm. there's hope in the country and when there's hope in the country honestly pakistanis can do anything and they're really good like that so they'll come forward they'll say come and pick up uh, animals dogs from this area can you please pay and you to them we'll we we pick up maybe 10 dogs at a time and currently we're not doing that because we're building a new place so until the new place is not ready uh, we've stopped that for the last 3 months otherwise it's been a very active uh, program that we're doing so we're going to restart that again in december when the new shelter is up and running but what we do is we Uh, we'll pick up the dogs we'll spay them we'll neuter them we'll keep them for 2 weeks for their post operative care and then we will uh, attack them and we will release them into dog friendly areas and by dog friendly i mean that we'll make deals with you know the 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 tea shops over there and different little you know the 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 little shops we have in karachi basically where they sell food and all and we'll make a deal with them to 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 give the dogs scraps and mm-hmm. let you know and and give the dogs water and let them live over there because stray dogs from what i've seen they like being open they like that vagabond lifestyle and they and they, a lot of them don't like being confined to a shelter because they want to be open they want to go around so if they're in a safe space and we keep an eye on them uh, in general we 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 know where all our release dogs are actually so i mean it works out quite well in that way are so tagged? that's how we knew to have some sort of a chip in them we uh, we tag them and we also put collars on them so we have these bright red collars this uh, program is still fairly new in the city and mm-hmm. people are getting used to it but i mean slow and steady it's it it has picked up quite a bit and you know we are advertising that when we do release an animal it is in this area and the people of that area know that these animals are not aggressive they don't have rabies in fact till today we've rescued over 1000 dogs and i have never come across a dog with rabies in my life well wow. so far so i i don't know where this rabies thing is but i haven't come across any dog with rabies mm-hmm. so far but you know this And is just to people, tell people do you find that that um there's people who still want to adopt them too Yes, we actually have a lot of people over here who are willing to take in dogs and cats and we actually had a woman come to us recently and she said give I would like to adopt a kitten who needs help who has some kind of disability and who needs a home. Mm-hmm. And she took home a kitten who had a fractured ankle and who would oh. always walk with a limp. But she mm-hmm. took her home and she and, and she actually sent me a picture recently and the kitten is doing really well. So you know we have we we do have people like that. 
who come along and and if we post pictures of animals who um you know are severely ill or something we have our regular donors who just without even asking me they'll just put money into the foundation account and they'll say i've sent this much money for this dog please take care of it so i think it's more about people start having faith in you and i think the biggest thing is they start trusting you so i make it a point to have that relationship with my donors and to keep all the work very transparent so that's why the facebook page is very active uh in that regard just so if anybody does give money it's my responsibility to use it the way they expect me to use it right and the animal abuse um do yes. people get charged at all with animal abuse um no not no. in karachi at least it doesn't happen i was recently told this uh, that there is a fine that you need to pay and you and your donkey is taken away from you in punjab i heard that this happens in another province but in karachi uh there is no such law or, or anything so i mean the 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 only way it's, it's you know people are doing something now is that they know that if they find an animal who has been abused they can give us a call and we can come and pick up the animal and we'll fix up the animal but and there 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 is nothing as such right now aside no. from beating the no, donkey, we can i know we're here at the donkey sanctuary one of the biggest abuses for them is that their feet aren't aren't clipped because they need to have that done yes yes Uh, and a lot of uh, the donkeys we find actually they all have the same injury they all have a broken ankle because mm-hmm. the load that is put on their back it's put a, in such a terrible way because if you see i mean we've we worked with a lot of donkeys we also do donkey camps where we go around karachi and we give free medical treatment food and water to uh, donkeys in different areas and we educate the owners uh, a little bit as to how to take care of the donkey so it's become a very popular thing that we're doing over here and donkey owners are very receptive so but what we notice with the disabled donkeys is that they all have their ankle broken in a certain way and wow. that's just because of overloading and you know and then it just gets to a point where they end up collapsing because they can't handle the load and to be honest the donkey owner yes the donkey owner is to blame but because there is no you know they are illiterate most of them they they don't understand the concept and there's no one there to guide them about it either there are no laws in place as such and there's no one to give them a guideline as to this is how you do it so i think this is where acf comes in where we're also trying to explain to them that if your if your donkey is your only source of money and you know it 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 helps you in every way as your Absolutely. job you need to take care of your donkey like that it's as equipment well. let alone exactly. an animal you know it, it yeah. it's a piece of business machinery for them or equipment it yes. needs to be looked after so this is how we explain it to them and and it it seems to be working um slow and steady it's a very slow progress but just recently we had a story of this one dog who had this massive maggot wound on his back it's huge and uh, our anchors of the so the anchor guy so um i forgot what i was saying that? right so i was saying so one of our uh, our our tanker guys he actually gave my manager a call to come and rescue this dog and this tanker guy was in literally a water tanker guy basically he brings water he comes and fills our a tank and he does not like animals especially dogs but he saw this dog getting beaten up 
and he stopped the dog from getting beaten up. The story was actually picked up by the local newspaper here as well. And after we posted this, and um, he called our manager, who immediately went and picked up the dog, and the dog was at the, was at our shelter then. So, and I'm just saying it's a very small example, but now the general public over here is also becoming very aware of animal abuse and how it's a really terrible thing. And there is a place where you can send the animal to be okay. That's wonderful. I, you know, I applaud you for the work that you're doing. I really do. And I think it's, it's incredible and it's heartwarming to know that there's people like you in the world who really want to make a difference and have stepped up to make that difference. We are going to go to another commercial break in just a moment. But um, if you want to uh, see Aisha's Facebook page, you can go. It's her name. Or go to the Good Radio Network on Facebook and you can see a... Um, a poster of her with her logo in her uh, Facebook site. Heck no. We're just getting warmed up. Frankie Sense and more will be right back after we pay the bills. Close your eyes and imagine living your life without limits. Where would you go? Who would you meet? What would you do? During an Uncover Your Hidden Genius session, you will discover what's keeping you from living your life with purpose, passion, and fulfillment of your potential. You'll get a clear vision of the steps you need to take to uncover your hidden genius so that you can live a life without limits. Sessions can be done over the phone, Skype, or in person. Find out more at www.JoyceBufordEmpowers.com or by calling 903-287-0747. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. When you lift weights, you want to attain significant results. Remind yourself to slow it down. A common exercise mistake is to rush through your strength training exercises. When you zip through your routine, you will end up using momentum instead of muscle power, and you will not achieve the results you are after. By zooming through your weightlifting, you are also at risk of getting an injury, whether it is torn connective tissue or muscles. Shape Magazine recommends that you take six seconds to perform each repetition, two seconds to lift the weight, and four seconds to lower it. Since you have gravity to help you lower the weight, you need to slow down even more in order to give your muscles a sufficient challenge. Slow it down and see your results speed up. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. Visit our Facebook fan page at Fitness Minute with Annette Hammond. And we're back. <laughs> Welcome again to Frankie Sense and More. We are coming back to you. Uh, my guest again is Aisha Shundergar from the ACF Animal Rescue. And speaking about animal rescue, Aisha, why don't you tell us about the rescue that you do have? Okay. Well, uh, we're just going to get Aisha back. And uh, coming up after her is Brent Marshall. He's our good radio network movie correspondent. We're going to be talking about a couple of movies with him. I don't know if you've seen the new movies yet, but there are um, there's some good ones coming out and 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 coming up for over I guess the Thanksgiving season. Brent usually comes on at the end of the month, but he's coming on a little bit early so that uh, you guys can and me and everybody else. Well, not me because I already had Thanksgiving. I'm in Canada. We have Thanksgiving in October when there's actually a harvest, 
but uh, you will be able to celebrate your wonderful Turkey Day next week and maybe take your family to the movies. And he's going to tell us about a few of those movies that are out now. And uh, there you go. My producer is trying to get Aisha back from the ACF Animal Rescue. Hi, I'm... I think back. I'm here. Okay. Yes, I'm back. Are. I'm back. So you were going to tell us about your rescue service. Yes, I don't know where I left off, actually. Uh, I don't think you started. From my end, you Oh, didn't okay. Start. I guess I was just talking to myself. I was just saying that uh, we have a very active Facebook page, and we have uh, a, a hotline number where uh, people give us a call and they'll message us on the Facebook page and our rescue service will go all over Karachi picking up injured animals, uh, cats, dogs, donkeys, eagles, all of them, like basically the stray population of the city because the point for me is to help those who are forgotten in society and they are the ones who are forgotten the most. So we pick them up and we bring them back and we fix them up and then we we, we keep a lot of them. The, the paralyzed dogs get physiotherapy and wheelchairs. The three-legged dogs stay with us. The blind cats and blind dogs stay with us. They actually get very used to the shelter. So our rescue service is actually very active. So all the animals you'll see on the Facebook page, I hope everyone goes and sees it. And the ones you'll see at the shelter as well, they are all at the shelter because people have called us to come and pick up the animal and save its life. And then people have donated money to for us to save that animal as well. So it's kind of a joint effort. It, it, it's honestly not just me. It's, it's, it's a lot of people doing it together. And that's how ACF is actually moving forward. That's, That's fantastic. Um, Aisha, please, everybody, go to the Facebook page, the ACF Animal Rescue Facebook page. Uh, you'll find her there. I'm going to post it on the Good Radio Network website, www.thegoodradionetwork.com website. Uh, by tomorrow, you'll be able to find her as, uh, as well as um, the, the uh, podcast of, the, of this show. She'll be there. And we wish you all the best. All the best. Thank, Thank you. you so much again for all that you're doing for the animals. We really appreciate it. Thank you for and having me on your show. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much for being our guest today. Uh, coming up next, Brent Marshall is with us. He is the Good Radio Network movie correspondent, and he, as I said, is here this week instead of next week because next week he'll be having Turkey Day. <laughs> Hi, Brent. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. So I'm what back. I got dropped are we there going to be talking second, about but... today? <laughs> Sorry? The movies? Hello? Hello? Can you hear I'm me? Guessing. I'm here. Yep. <laughs> I asked you what movies we're going to hear about today. Oh, having uh, some wonderful films today. Um, the, uh, two, the new science fiction movie, Arrival, which just opened mm-hmm. this past weekend, which is utterly terrific. I uh, really can't recommend it high enough. has a lot more to do than just uh, science fiction. has a lot to do with understanding our place in the universe and our, and our relation to uh, how our reality arises. Very thoughtful, very moving, um, beautifully filmed, very suspenseful. Can't recommend it highly enough. Uh, you know, another I saw movie. a movie last weekend, and I did really love the movie. Can you hear yeah, me? Yeah, really, it's really yeah. getting My a lot only, of You know what I'm disappointed at? Um, and, and it has nothing to do with the movie, really. It, it has to do with humanity. And why, when we think about having visitors who don't come in with their guns blazing, our response to that is to go to them with our guns raised. Yes. So disturbing to me. 
that that's our first response. I mean, if they were here to kill you, they'd be shooting at you or, or killing you. Like, if they're not doing anything, like, why can't you give them the benefit of the doubt and go with arms, you know, out instead of guns out? Oh, exactly. Well, I've heard some UFO experts have supposedly said that's part of the reason why they haven't made themselves more visible to us, because um, they're they're more afraid of us than we are of them. They sort of yeah, look upon that. us as, as the kids with guns. We're horrible. <laughs> we are. We're horrible. It makes me so ashamed. <laughs> but this, is, this one's really worth seeing, because it, 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 it speaks it's on so many movie. different levels. And I love Amy Adams anyway. Yes. Yeah, and she's terrific once again. Uh, another movie that's it's somewhat in the same vein in terms of helping us understand our place in the world and how our reality emerges is the action-adventure film Doctor Strange, which has been very quietly receiving a lot more attention than I ever expected it would um, beyond uh, you know just the, the action-adventure comic book hero fans. Um, they certainly will love it, but people who are interested in seeing something a little more substantive that's also got an action theme to it, I think will really like this picture a lot. Um, terrific special effects, lots of great humor, very thoughtful material, <clears throat> and it's all done in a context that gives you a rollicking thrill ride on top of it. So that's another one that I really recommend highly. Um, on a more personal level, um, a movie that's been very quietly getting a lot of attention is a film called Moonlight, which uh, independent production uh, has to do with the, it's a three-part story telling uh, the odyssey of a young man who is growing up uh, both African-American and gay. And uh-huh. it's, it's in many ways being seen as kind of a groundbreaking film for that particular community because it's a subject that has not always been addressed very deeply or very seriously within uh, the African-American film community. This mm-hmm. is a really thoughtful, powerful, sensitive, and yet very candid look um, at that particular um, situation, and I really can't recommend it highly enough. Uh, and somewhat similar to that, there's also the film Loving, which has just opened up, which um, chronicles the um, actual story of a interracial couple that uh, took on laws prohibiting interracial marriage back in the American South during the 1950s. Um, it's interesting in that it's a, uh, a really big story, but it's brought down to a very personal level and features terrific performances by the, the two leads, um, showing that these are just two people who wanted to be able to get married, live, live their lives, have a family. Uh, so what if they were of different races? But, you know, mm-hmm. the views back at, at that time, it was not seen um, very favorably in a number of the states in the American South. And uh, this tells their story about how they ended up taking on the system to get their right just to be married, to be legitimized. Yeah, I mean, that's a powerful story. And, it really you know, is. a long time to coming, really. And, and still, you know, there's places where... Uh, it's not accepted or acceptable. Well, it's interesting, too, because actually those that particular kind of story was cited as um, one of the um, keys to opening up, like, the gay marriage issue in the U.S. as well, mm-hmm. uh, saying, well, at one time you used to prohibit people from different races from marrying. Why should you prohibit people from the same sex marrying as well? So right. it, it's, a, it's a really a groundbreaking story, groundbreaking film as well. 
Uh, a film that's currently wrapping up is running theaters, getting ready to go to DVD very shortly. Is a delightful Swedish comedy called A Man Called Ove, which has to do with um, an elderly person trying to discover whether or not they still have a purpose in life, whether they have a place in the world. Um, when everything starts falling apart for him, he thinks maybe he should just cash it in and go join his deceased wife. But every time he tries to commit suicide, something always gets in the way that keeps him from doing it. <laughs> that's funny. That was, actually, clever, that's a really funny clever. movie. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's, that's one that's more, one we're seeing as well. And the last one is uh, a movie that's uh, on DVD now. Uh, it's a, a joint uh, Polish and French co-production called The Innocence, which uh, I don't want to spoil too much about it, but basically it's a story that takes place in a convent in Poland at the end of World War II, where a number of the one, a number of the nuns mysteriously end up being pregnant. And, <laughs> That's good. Yeah, but the thing is, there's a deeper purpose to what the pregnancies are all about, and I won't spoil the movie. No, and this is on DVD already. Yes, yes it is. Okay. Hey, that sounds great. I love it. I love, you know, I, you know, when I think back about all the movies that have come out recently, and and you know, what's what's going to be coming up for Christmas? Is there is there some good ones going to come out for that there's season as well? Lot, yeah, there's a lot of movies coming up. Uh, another, a new science fiction movie called The Passengers with Jennifer Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Uh, a new um, uh, spiritual. Um, metaphysical outlook film called um, Collateral Beauty with Will Smith. Oh, wow. Cool. Uh, yeah. Um, there's the musical La La Land, which looks delightful. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's um, great. Uh, the family drama Manchester by the Sea, which is a leading contender for possibly best actor and best picture. Who's, that? Who's the lead in that? Uh, Casey Affleck and I, his co-star is Michelle Williams. Affleck, yeah. And they're both being touted as, as Oscar contenders for that. So, wow. So there really is a lot of stuff that's getting ready to come out. And I'm hoping that the quality level keeps up to what this, what this year's awards season has been like so far because it's really been quite good. So, so far, you know, you and I both love the movies, and we go see a lot of movies. What, what would you say your favorite movie has been this in 2016 so far? I would say Arrival. I, if not Arrival, Moonlight. Those, I think, are the two really strongest films I've seen this year. Wow, interesting. And they're both out now, so go see them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Wow. Well, you know, um, <laughs> this has been a challenging day, a challenging show for us at The Good Radio. We've, we lost our Internet, and we lost our our. our our guests and, and all kinds of things, but uh, I want to thank each and every one of you for sticking around and, and for continuing to listen to us each and every week. And Brent, we always enjoy having you come and talk to us about the movies that thank are going to so be coming up. And I do wish you a happy Thanksgiving and a wonderful turkey day with you and yours. <laughs> and we're going to see you back, I think, on December the 8th to talk about the Christmas movies. Yes. And that's going to be a wonderful time because, you know, it's a time when families get to go and see movies together, uh, enjoy, you know, watching videos at home or going to the actual theater. So. Mm-hmm.